on this episode of the AIE Podcast. Our meetup site needs your help. DDoS attacks have high DPS. Max likes spreadsheets too. Wildstar has a new sucker. Um, management? Apple S and Ducks from Lord of the Rings Online. And all that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from Planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode number 206 of the podcast celebrating the Alea Iaka S gaming community. Hey AIE, I'm Aludra and I think you're awesome. Right over here we have Michaela. Hey guys, I have pumpkin scones cooking in the guild kitchen. Mmm. Ew. <laughs> and filling in for the Dragon Con bound Accuzod is Ted Semi. I have more spreadsheets. <laughs> oh, we have a spreadsheet off. Mm-hmm. This week we are joined by special guests from the wonder special guests, the wonderful Appalas and the magnificent ducks who are here to talk about us about the Lord of the Rings online. Hey guys. Hi there. Hello. Welcome to the game. Show. How are you doing? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. Thank you for the compliments. I didn't expect that. <laughs> well, you guys are pretty awesome. Thank egg you. Bad, egg bad, uh, magnificent. Words are hard. Words are very yeah. hard. Oh. All right. So before we dive into Lord of the Rings Online and such, let's see what everybody's been up to because, you know, fun and joy and everything. So, Michaela, how's your week been? Uh, well, I would love to say that I spent it in game, but I haven't. But besides that, pretty good. We have a theater company I volunteer for has a show opening up next weekend, so I'm running around like a proverbial chicken with my head cut off with that. Always a good time. Oh, fun. And discovered there is a uh, new way to get my daughter to actually listen to things. She got her own phone, and she chose three podcasts to download on her own. One is CTR, one is Angry Chicken, and the last one is the AIE podcast. So now I know if I want to call out on something, I can just say it on air. That is awesome. Oh, I wish my kids would do that, but no, they they get enough of my voice. Yeah, I was pr I was pretty honored, though. Yeah. I tried to get her to uh, take the recycling out before the show, and she couldn't hear me because she was upstairs listening to last week's show. Ah, uh, yeah, because you know your voice overlapping your voice. Who's really talking? <laughs> nah, exactly. nah. That seems like a convenient excuse to me. If ever Doesn't... there was a convenient excuse, that would be it. I liked it. Um, but last week, um, Sunday, we raided, and we actually, we're pretty much are trying to get Gary on farm. We're doing a really good job at it. And last week, with the exception of Paragons, we got a darn good night with no wipes. Nice. Very nice. That's awesome. Because I was there. I'm I commenting know, I know like a good the time. news, but uh, everybody always beats <laughs> me to the, the raid news punch. So you'd think I would be, you know, used to it. But no, I'm like, wow, that's so great. I was so there. Great. Why am I, I seeing was... how wonderful that was for you when I was part of the team? Oh, my gosh. Because like, you're seriously. silly. Because <laughs> you are silly. What that's about right. you, uh, Tetsumi? What have you been up to on your second week as host villains? You're awesome. <laughs> Um, not a lot, as McCullough said, we've been raiding, uh, just mostly getting that organized, um, starting to look at what we're going to do for Warlords with the raid team and who's going to play what. So we've got some people that want to uh, play different classes, play different roles, so we're kind of working through all that. Um, yeah, because I'm still demanding my maid healer over here. Yep. Just, That'd be great. Uh, but we're using plug goes here for the AIE wiki to manage everything. So we've got our normal setup for our raid team on the wiki, but then we've created a new page for our warlords team so we can just 
have one place to keep track of it and then have the discussion about it on the forums. Use the forums. I like the forums. They're a handy, handy thing. <laughs> yes, they are. All right. Well, since everybody covered WoW pretty well, because I'm on the raid teams and everything, and yeah, Garage is dead, and that's cool. I still haven't got my airline, though. Um... I'll talk Final Fantasy. I've been playing Final Fantasy a lot because you know what? They've got pets. No. <laughs> and you like pets. Yes, I do. Actually, they've got some of the more adorable pets. What they do is they take everybody and shrink them down and then call them mechanical versions of them. So you get Ooh. dollies of like very prominent lore figures and stuff. And then I got this adorable pink dress, and, and I can transmog in that game. So now, instead of being the spiky dragoon of doom that you cannot hug, I'm wearing a pretty pink dress. And I look so great. But are you still spiky? I'm still spiky deep down, but you just can't see it on the surface. (laughs) Sounds like a lot of people I know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just like real life. But uh, I also re-rolled in the game that you don't have to re-roll in, because Uh why not? (laughs) In that game, one character can be every class and every profession and every everything so you can literally have your one character and be fine. That's not good enough for me to have the universe in one package. No, no. So I had to re Yes, I had to have two I have to lord over two universes it turns out. So there we go. Now I have two universes and in other gaming news yes, I'm still digging in the dirt everywhere. I got my eighth dig in the dirt game this week with Terraria. So Ha! More diggings and more diggings. At this point, you're just looking for games to dig in, aren't you? Actually, no. It was a gift. Somebody in the officer forums was like, hey, I've got this free copy of this game. And I'm like, I've always wanted to play that. And I downloaded it and I loaded it up and I'm like, yeah! And then I realized three seconds that I'm digging in the dirt again, aren't I? Hmm? I'm like a kid. Minecraft. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like a kid. In a sandbox. I just cannot get enough of building virtual castles or something. So, yeah. Apparently, I've got a problem. And it's that I don't <laughs> yep. want to play with clean Legos. I want to build in dirt all the time. <laughs> all right. So, how about you guys, Ducks, Apolis? Anything cool going on that you're not going to talk about later? Uh, well, I've discovered a little game called Smite. And it's been taking a little bit of my time and... It's been I've been having quite a lot of fun with it. I even uh, purchased the god uh, package to have all the gods and the uh, open up the game uh, completely. And uh, a lot of Star Wars too with the conquest that came in. We have uh, our two guild ship on each side, uh, so we've been pretty busy. I've been pretty busy in Star Wars also. Awesome. awesome. I hear that I hear really great things about Smite. I was taking a look at it just like the front page the other day. It looks like it's going to be a blast. Yes, and it's easy to pick up. And unlike other uh, MOBA-style game, uh, people are polite and are not complaining if you suck like me. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) I know Jocelyn, uh, GIS gamer on on. Twitter really loves uh, Smite, and I think she pulled Dills in to Smite this past week uh, before they did the Angry Chicken. Yes, I saw the Twitch stream uh, this uh, last thing that was last weekend. Yeah. And we have a small group from of AI people playing Smite, so it's uh, it's nice. Uh, and the Nomads are playing also, so it's pretty cool. Great. I have been watching the queue on Battle.net trying to get into Diablo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, those uh, DDoS attacks yeah. are starting to go down, but they're still annoying. Yeah, I think they, they are. were timing yeah. it for when I get off work. As soon as I get home, bam. I did manage yeah. to play some with, with, with Ben last night. That was good. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I... I I did the full rift, and you came in to pick up the loot from the Guardian. I <laughs> Isn't that how you play it? Twice. <laughs> there was such a delay that my character would twitch on one side of the screen, and I'd see a number flash by, and it's like, I think I'm hitting it. Yep. And then all of a sudden, boom, disconnect. And it's like, oh, man. No. It's, it's been like that ever since patch day, so it's just kind of like, okay, it'll quiet down. Yeah. Yeah. 
hopefully, hopefully soon. Because we all want to play the games that we all purchased, and little brats should not be interfering. And guys, just so you know, I have checked my house thoroughly. They're not my little brats doing it. It's not ours yet either. Are you sure? I'm certain. <laughs> they might be doing it from school. Well, then that's the school's problem, but my kids know better. <laughs> they know I'll turn them exactly. in. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Alright. Yes, in a heartbeat, because that's not cool. My no, kids are not going to grow up to be internet trolls. They better no. not. Alright, so let's move on from us and into what you want to hear, AIE News. AIE News. First and foremost, guys, a huge guilty congratulations to Najara and Mathanug. They are our newly engaged couple. Our two fellow guildies just announced that they are formally engaged. Give, please give them three cheers and go punt a gnome just for them. Just a note, I am not a gnome. Nor has she oh, ever been. Nor have never been, old man Franks. I've been told that I'm a goblin. All <laughs> right, and our meetup.com group really needs your help. If you're a member of our meetup group, you probably got a email saying that we don't have an organizer and want to know what it means. Well, originally we decided that we're going to close down the group due to lack of usage and we couldn't really justify $140 a year to keep the group open. After consideration though, we decided to let you guys have a say whether we should keep it open or not. We are now accepting optional dues of $10 per year. There's no usage fee or subscription restrictions, so if you don't contribute, it's not you know it's not a huge deal. You don't have to, but we're really looking for members that find the service useful to consider helping fund it. Additionally, we shorten the name to Alia Acta Est, or from Alia Acta Est Gaming Community to just Alia Acta Est, so it's easier to find. And our wonderful guildies are already stepping in, and we are getting donations. If you want to help out, please go to our Meetup site and click member the Member Deuce link on the left-hand side. And thank you so much to those who already have. And I should probably scroll down. Yeah, also, <laughs> right? Our, and our Dragon Con Meetup is going on literally right now. Hosted by the newly engaged Mathnug, it's sure to be a good time for everyone down at the Joystick Game Bar. And if you're going to be at Dragon Con this weekend, keep an eye out for a ton of guildies who will be attending. I think we also have packs going on as well, so if you're down there, keep an eye out for the AIE as well. Oh, so jealous. So jealous. I wish I could just right? travel around and go to all the cons and just be like, yeah. But then I'd be exhausted all the time. Wait. No, you no, that's life. You know what? That's where we are. So, <laughs> and then have a good reason. And I'd Very have more swag. So. I'd have Elidia's exhausted swag, and yeah. <laughs> I would just be selling all the things. Mm-hmm. All right, and in the wonderful world of Warcraft, because we have to be alliterative here, apparently. Uh, Denial of service attacks. Have you had a hard time logging into game lately? And we don't mean the pre-expansion blues either, but the nasty denial of service attacks that have been going on. Blizzard's aware of the issue and is working with their ISP and the other ISPs to improve the situation. If you're interested in doing something before the next expansion, take a look at the forums. There are leveling groups, RP groups, old school raid groups, gathering groups, and more. As you know, BlizzCon is coming and we really want to have a guild hall. We will have some exciting news coming in the next few weeks about what we're doing and how you, yes you, can help. And in Star Wars... That's Eludra's, honey. That's me. <laughs> oh, that's what the A said. Okay. Yes, that's what A stands for. It stands for not Ted Semi. So, there's a new Ask a Swotor Guildy up in the forums. This time, Drew Max is the victim. Okay, subject of this ultra-fun way to get to know your guildies better. Head on over to the forums, ding, 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 to poke prod, but remember, keep it family-friendly. 
Max, it seems, has grown jealous of Tetsemi's spreadsheets. So he did a market analysis of the best use for dark projects and frameworks for guild ship unlocks. Yes, he sat there and did all the math <laughs> just so you would know what to do and what is best. <laughs> so good on you, Max and Tetsemi. Look out. <laughs> Don't Woo! forget the amazing... Race Season 2 SWOTOR edition starts September 2nd, and that's next Tuesday. Whoa. Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, that is... That really snuck up on me. How about you guys? All year's been sneaking up. <laughs> so true. Jeez, it's already going to be September. And finally, speaking of SWOTOR, some and Max just celebrated one year of podcasting with the 52nd episode of The Escape Podcast. Head on over to iTunes and search for SWOTOR Escape Podcast to find them. Or we have linked them in the show notes, and I bet you they're on the forums. They probably are. <laughs> yes, they are. And Wildstar, the new co-guilds are up and running, which is great news. We have new blood um, sucker, um, an officer, as uh, Varen, a.k.a. Syl, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right, has agreed to jo join the ranks of the Head Cupcakes. And sadly, mm -hmm. due to real-life constraints, Kev has had to step down as the game director of Wildstar. But is it J Jedi? I can always see it written. Jedi, okay. I always see it written. I never know how to pronounce it. Has it been just crazy enough to agree to take over? Oh, well, you're, you're in luck. Jedi is often on the show, and he will correct you. Uh, which is right. good, because, yeah. Yeah. Hey, no one can pronounce my name, so I'm okay with it. I understand the issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And your real name is really crazy. I just, I can't even believe right? it. <laughs> and in Star Trek Online, the crystalline entity is back. Log in and complete the mission to earn 50,000, yes, you heard it, 50,000 dilithium, a holographic bridge officer, and more. Plus, free items being given away all weekend from the C-Store. And with that, Ooh. let's get back to Apollos and Ducks and find out what's going on in Lord of the Rings Online. Welcome, guys. I know, we Hello. haven't spoken in so long. Yes, it's been, uh, actually, it's been a really long time. It's been, what, a couple months? Yeah, a couple months. A couple months, but in, in, in AI podcasting time, that's like... Six years! So we're really glad to have you guys back on. I heart you guys, and I really wish I could play this game. Yes, especially now that, well, we'll talk about it later, but we yes. have pets. Chicken. But now, 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 let's talk about the update number 14, which is the Path of the Dead, with but, five but, new but regions. But you want to be alive. So, 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 do you have to be dead to play this thing? Like, do you have to, Joe, jump off an in-game cliff to actually well, take you, part? Well, you can jump a cliff. You're going to hurt yourself. Hear a bone-chilling crackling sound as your oh. bone are breaking off. But you're still walking slowly, but and you're still oh, alive, okay. so it's not so bad. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. We have five new regions starting with the Path of the Dead. So we're now in the third book, uh, in uh, The Return of the Kings, I would say. Uh, the Path of the Dead, as we know, Aragorn went through it to find all the ghosts to help them fight, uh, at the end, uh, the forces of Sauron. Oh, we're doing that? Yeah. That's cool. Oh, we're look doing at that. that. And I will even show you the Path of the Dead, if you wish. Yes, please. Cool, cool. For everybody not watching the stream, you're going to miss out on seeing the actual Path of the Dead. Which is yeah. why you should show up to live recording. Yes. <laughs> and here I am with my new outfit that I just bought for. You look lately. very robust. Yes. Very nice. Yes. yes, I like to go around town and say to people, You have failed this city. <laughs> And then here, whoop, I'll turn around, we can see Eowyn. My favorite character. Yes. And we are at the camp, and I'll get on my horse. I'm impressed by your, by your awesome 
uh, gear? Does she she mention that you look like you don't belong in the video game now? You look all Assassin's Creed meets. Robo no, Warcraft. she's she's not very impressed. Um, oh, well then, there we go. Yes. And here I'll go. How about turn right? He's turning right, folks. He's turning uh, left, right. Left, left, left. But Ben's actually in the area right now called Dunharrow, and that is where in the movies. All the Rohan forces came together, mm-hmm. and you see Argon split off from them. He, he takes his horse. He tries to get away from everybody to head into the mountain, you know, into this this you know scary place. And everybody talks about how you know if you go in there, you're gonna die. So this is the area that that Ben's riding through right now, which is Dunharo. It leads up to the Pass of the Dead itself. So he's oh, in that Rohan. is actually really cool because, you know, Eowyn was there, so that's proper with the forces and everything. Exactly. And, yeah. People forget how how close the books and the movies can be. And they are yeah. trying to do their best to stick with the, the content of the books itself and mm-hmm. still, you know, put all the elements they can. It's yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's so great. I love how faithful the game company can be about this game and putting the content in that, you know is just totally matching. And also with such a rich source of material, not just the movies that everyone's familiar with, but the original source. Mm-hmm. Now, question, because you had mentioned that there are two approximately um, Return of the King, and unfortunately I'm not that familiar with the written lore, so once you get past that point, what would they then be looking at for the gameplay? Any idea? Any rumors? Oh, uh, they're expanding into right now is Western Gondor. Next will be, I believe, oh. Eastern Gondor with Minas Tirith, which is the big, the okay. main city and the, the the focal point, the big war at the end of the movie. And oh, uh, then it you know heads toward Mordor itself, and that's the Battle of Moran and I think um, they've really been kind of filling things in as they go. And they took a break when The Hobbit started to put in some large raid instances that fit with Erebor and The Hobbit setting. Um, but th- their main thing is to follow the Lord of the Rings trilogy and then kind of the expanded universe around it. Okay. And so here... Yeah, well, here we have the dark door. <gasps> they have a big, scary and... door, you guys! It is the biggest and scariest door ever! Oh, wait until you're That's inside. beautiful. Oh. Nice. Which no, no, no. When they first right put it there. in, if Should you I got go close to the door, you just drop dead. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> so very much following the lore because Aragorn had not gone in yet. So. Yep. <laughs> and here we are inside the Paths of the Dead. Dun, dun, dun. Scary paths, guys. It's really dark. We got ghosts flying around, you know, the Oathbreakers. This, this is where the Oathbreakers are, the, the people that swore, oh, yeah, is it a lure? Yeah, we'll help you against Sauron. No problem at all. We'll be there. See you at the battle. Nope. And didn't then they just did. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And, oh. And I'm sure Tolkien has outlined exactly what it is they were thinking and what happened and why they betrayed but this is only a one-hour podcast. <laughs> so... <laughs> Does the in-game the, lore the, explain a bit what the, they were and thinking those... and why they what's betrayed the, What's the city that is here that we see? Oh. Inside the mountain. That is the remains of the city that the Dundalings founded, the, the men of the mountain. That's where all those those folks lived after they fled. Yeah, you know, because they were like... Battle. Banished and nobody wanted to deal with them anymore, right? Because they couldn't exactly. be, they couldn't be uh, taken for their word anymore, and and so yeah, once that happens, wow, they really messed their lives up by just saying, oh, sure, "I'll be there." Decisions, and not decisions, decisions. I like that ghost. He's like all following you, swirling around you, yeah. going, "Hey, man, I'm a ghost. Are you scared yet?" Not anymore, but yeah, the first time you know, I went through here, I took my time and I was like, yeah, the atmosphere is pretty scary. Yeah, it's pretty creepy atmosphere, but it's still but pretty cool. We have the second door, and we oh, will Oh, no, be... another death 
door. You guys, you guys, there's too many death doors at once. Whoa. And, um, and we apparently have to press X to toggle tar target lock-on mode. So that's good to know. And we are entering the Blackroot Vale. And we'll talk about the different region, and I will teleport to the last city that we will talk about in a few seconds. Okay. Great. Thank you. Well, that's yeah. awesome. That is like the scariest place. I mean, geez. I'm glad the hobbits didn't have to go in there, man. They would not have enjoyed that. Yeah. I mean, they were brave, those hobbits. Don't get me wrong. But the fact that, you know, that is a pretty scary looking place. So I'm glad for their own sakes they got to uh, avoid all of that. Yes. So, so once you well, actually go through the pass of the dead, like, like Ben just did, you end up in western Gondor. So mm -hmm. you're to the you're to the west of Minas Tirith along the coastline, and you know t there's tons of Tolkien maps out there that lay everything out in in just minute detail. There's some really good maps out there, but what you've got is now four more zones. You've got it, it basically starts around level 95, 96. You have the mm -hmm. Blackroot Vale. That is where uh, from the books the Stone of Erek is, and that is where the Oathbreakers met with Aragon and he released them. If I can remember anything straight. It's one of the more iconic spots. It's mm -hmm. a gigantic uh, glass globe that was moved there by the Numenorians up to the top of a hill. And mm -hmm. it's basically a haunted site. You know, Nobody in the area will go near it. In the rest of that area, you actually start getting a new style of architecture. So you know, in most of the game right now, you have small towns, small villages, and they're laid out like you would expect a small town, small village in, in any game to be laid out. But one of the first towns you come to, it's actually built on the side of a hill, and it's a tiered construction, which is similar to what Minas Tirith is in the books and movies, and they kind of did a very small version of what Minas Tirith will be, where you have these gates, and you can make your way through the city, but the city goes up instead of laying flat on a plain. Mm -hmm. That That's itself gorgeous. is Blackroot Vale. Then there's another region to the south and east of that called La Maidan. That's a bunch of small towns. Um, there's some bounties that you can actually get in there, which is a new type of quest that they've put into the game. The bounty system is you turn it in, you can actually get better rewards. But mm -hmm. it's usually just a little more difficult kind of an objective. Um, I think Ben's making... You're making your way to Dolanroth? Uh, yes, yes. Cool. And... Uh, yeah, because my uh, milestone has uh, four minutes and thirty seconds before it resets. <laughs> um, there's another. Uh, so to the west of that is a open raid. They put something new in. So they've already put in raids for the Hobbit, you know, with the the dwarven city of Erebor, things like that. They decided to put in an open raid in the sense of you can just go in there whenever you want. If you can complete an objective. Good luck to you, uh, solo. It's it's pretty unlikely, but if you can get a group of people together of any type, it really doesn't. Composition doesn't matter that much. Yeah. You could then go in, complete daily quests, complete you know just there's a couple single single you know leading quests that you can do, and the area itself is basically populated with things that you'd only find inside a high level raid instance. So like hundredth level signature, which is the equivalent of an elite or Nemesis, which is the equivalent of like an elite double or whatever. They basically double the hit points, double the damage that they can output. And they're just roaming freely inside this area, which is composed of Corsairs. Corsairs is a new enemy in Middle-earth. They are the folks from the city of Umbar to the south, further south, and they were folks that threatened Gondor. And if you remember the movies, you see those pirate ships. And one of the pirates is actually Peter Jackson in costume, the director right. of the movie. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, those are the Corsairs of Umbar. So you, we're now seeing the Corsairs moving into, into the north. They're getting ready to attack Gondor, and they will take part in the Battle of Minas Tirith, which is going to be, from what I've heard, a gigantic skirmish, uh, skirmish raid kind of instance. Oh, nice. Very so then, cool. you know, the main area in western Gondor is the city of Dolanroth. And it is built on a hill above the ocean. And what they did with this was, unlike anything they've had in the game so far, it's 
a real stone city. Not like, you know, thatched roofs, tiled roofs, whatever, but a, a, a city that looks like what you would expect for from the movies, like Minas Tirith or something Numenorian or, or Gondorian. Real stone blocks, banners flying in the wind, you know, um, swans is their, their major uh, motif, I guess, is there's all kinds of, like, swans on the prow of the boats sitting in the harbor. There's swans on the emblems of their armor, like Ben's wearing. And they have this big city, and of course they put in a rep grind, but you got this big city, that's your hub now for higher level characters, and in there, you got everything you need. And it's actually a very historic city in just the setting of the game, because everybody and everybody and their brother basically comes from there. Mm-hmm. And they, they did a really nice, just the way they designed it. You know, it's very mm-hmm. different from previous stuff, if you've ever seen Bree from the movies or whatever. Or from the game. Bree had its own look. It looks like a medieval town. This looks like a major town. And it's the first time they've actually had that setting that's not in ruins. Yeah, because it had that in the dwarven halls when you help mm-hmm. reclaim that, right? Yep. If you go to... Uh, the, it's the Blue Mountains and it's Thorin's Keep. Uh, Thorin's Hall there is... Dwarven-style architecture. If you go to the raid instance of Erebor, you can see Dwarven-style architecture there. This is Men of the West. Gondorian New Very cool. Good. <laughs> uh, we'll be there shortly. <laughs> do we need a pair of coconuts? We'll do Monty Python. Oh, that would be awesome. So while while we're waiting on that, um, is there anything particular that AIE is doing currently in uh, Lord of the Rings Online? Do we have any events going on? What are we doing? Well, we played uh, when they came out with the patch. We were playing some chicken hockey pretty regularly. Oh yeah, chicken hockey. Yeah, Yeah. Abnanigans. Get a stick, hit a chicken. Awesome. All right then. No, no, no. no. Just okay. So it's just like Legend of Zelda hitting a chicken, where eventually they'll get angry and a whole herd of chickens will come after you. Or is this like Skyrim hit a chicken, where the guards will all swarm you for hitting a chicken? No, as long as you're within the boundaries of the playing field, the chickens will not carry out retribution. Oh, very nice. You carry out retribution in this game, huh? It's a lot like soccer. You kick the chicken, you make passes, you throw eggs to make other people sick and stun them. Yep. They have hay bales as obstacles. You can put the you can kick the chicken on top of the hay bale and then you gotta figure out how to get the thing off there. So Angle it's like it in Mario Kart plus soccer. Yeah. It's pretty cute. You know, yeah. and they have they have a little cost you know, you can get uh, uh, pet chickens. They have one for a chicken drive, so like you're uh, hitting a hitting a line drive, or actually a golf drive, and a chicken goes flying out with a little burger. Nice. And you uh, you have a, a chip. You can putt the chicken. You can chip the chicken. Chicken bowling. And these are all emotes that you can just purchase with tokens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, very cool. Nice. I like that. Random anger management on small barnyard fowl. They sound a lot like pets, though, Eludra. I'm kind of surprised you nah, like Nah, if they don't follow you around forever, they're not a pet. Oh, okay. Uh, actually, they do follow you around. Mm, uh, they forever? have one like, pets, like and they have one yeah, but not not for chicken punching. Come on, those are different well, chickens. If you're gonna play, if you're gonna play Hobnanigan, it's only the chickens only on the field while it's on the field. Yeah. But um, there are chickens that you can actually purchase with tokens to have either a chicken hockey field in your kinship house, which is what I'm saving up for, so we can have our own chicken field. Nice. Oh, nice! Like out in the front lawn. Exactly. Um, it's kind of expensive with all the tokens, but I figure you know what? I'll just keep saving up. Great. What you got, yes. Ben? Well, I did get to Dal Amrat. And here's a map of the city. And Okay, I'm by the Arpers Court. Uh, I'll go to the middle and then to the Court of the Prince. That is fairly big. That is awesome. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's beautiful. Look at all. Like on... In front of me, the statues here, the columns. 
and very uh, team with the swans, as you can see here, the swan wings everywhere. You know, they have a modified white tree of Gondor. They often have the golden-leafed tree. You'll see boat symbols because of uh, this has been a, a port city since inception. Um, it's where a lot, or actually the, the city near it, is where a lot of the elves left Middle-earth when they would go to the Undying Lands. Mm -hmm. Is this where um, Bilbo left from? I think Bilbo left from... Linden up north, or the Great okay. Havens, which is up north. But this is one of the sites where they left from. But Edhelond, which is the city nearby, was destroyed. And that's actually part of the lore within the, the game itself, that you get to see now the ruins of Edhelond. Oh, okay. Ben is climbing a gigantic staircase. Yeah. Well, yeah, is... To the court of the prince. And as mm -hmm. you can see, look at all the oh, details wow. in the front, the statues and everything. Lots of it's statues in this courtyard. This is a grand courtyard here. Yeah, it's, it's simply gorgeous. Yes. Big statues. Jeez, oh, you look tiny in it. Yes, indeed. You you feel really small, but it's, uh, it's pretty epic. Fountains and everything. Mm-hmm. I like the trees, how they're like all pink, like, um, what you call it, uh, cherry blossom trees. Yes. Yep. Cherry blossom trees, and there's blue watermelon slices, and massive faces, and now we see a room of big swans. Yeah, the Great Hall of the Prince. Has full, he had a thing for swans, man. These swans yep. are bigger than a T-Rex. Him and all his ancestors. Loved swans. Tapestries on the wall. Oh, look at that. More swans. Yes. Swans <laughs> on tapestries. Swans made of stone. Swans on the carpet. No, there's no swans on the carpet, but there should be. There might be. Hey, look, more blue watermelon. That's cool. Blue watermelon <laughs> in Lotro. Blue watermelon? Yeah, those, those <laughs> oh. little boats. They look oh, like okay. <laughs> and here we have... Uh, whoop, who's there? We have Lotriel. What can you tell us about her ducks? That's the daughter of uh, Prince Imrahil, the reigning leader of, of Dolan Roth. And at this point in the game and in the, the novels themselves, uh, Imrahil has left to go, you know, he's, he's basically answered the call of Aragon, the, the king, to get, to get to Minas Tirith. Get to Minas Tirith, bring your knights, bring your soldiers, bring everything that you can from your region that you that you maintain, like if like a feudal lord would do, and get to Minas Tirith to defend the city. Because they, they already know the orcs, the, the forces of Mordor are massing. So he has left his daughter in charge, and she is acting as regent, and you have a couple quests from her as part of the epic series. And here we have some swans in the water inside the <laughs> palace. <laughs> yeah, they're not very. Uh, angry or. They've been around humans. Yeah, they're pretty accustomed to us. One of the items that was added into the Pass of the Dead, just update itself, was. Called, it's called the Essence System and Essence Gear. So, you know, you know, in Warcraft, we could always gem our stuff out. Mm -hmm. And in Star Wars, you can modify the individual components of gear to customize it however you like it. They're doing that in Lord of the Rings with the Essence System. So you can get a piece of gear that will have one primary stat on it. It could be, you know, strength, dex, whatever. But then from there, you can add whatever you want to it. And the essences, you know, you can get them at a wide range of levels. You can gain them through quests. They just drop randomly from just playing the game. You can gain them through rep grinds, the, the nicer ones. And so you can get things and go like, well, okay, I want to make this set of armor more of a tanking set of armor. So I'm going to add you know, crit defense. I'm going to add strength. I'm going to add a lot of vitality to it. And you can just put those individual pieces in. And essences always drop 
typically in a set of seven. So you, you, you don't just get one of them and you're, you're sitting and holding on to that one because will I ever get it again? You actually get seven of them, same thing, and so you can trade them. Trade them around, leave them in the leave them in the guild bank, do whatever you want with it, and just tweak out your gear however you like. Great. Oh, that's good. That's good. So it's not like a one-time drop, and if you use it, you need to keep go back to grinding for it. No, you that's can great. purchase them actually from a vendor here in town, and then future vendors now that they've got this new thing entered into the system, you'll be able to get essences from them too. A lot Very of them I find friendly. just doing quests. Mm-hmm. And here we have the fount right in the middle of the city with swans, swans swimming in it. And so, yeah, this city is grandiose. You have all the mar the merchant around here, music players. And, of course, you can get musicians. Because what is a town square without a profession vendor? I mean, honestly. Exactly. It is empty and meaningless without, and I'm not being sarcastic. I genuinely mean that. <laughs> you can't practice your professions there, then it is not a good place. Okay, let's move around here. And um, as I was reading here a bit, a little bit earlier, from now on until September 1st, when you play, you have 100% bonus on XP. So, yes, I should be able to get to 100 this weekend. Of course. Now, are they still doing the thing where once you hit level cap, that what, do you, what happens to the XP? Does it go away, or is there something you can do with it? No, you're done. Okay. I was trying to remember, because there used to be, and maybe I'm thinking of another game, where you could put that XP into... Kind of bank it? Leveling up... Yeah, no, like leveling up weapons and armor and stuff like that. Uh, well, you can still gain item XP, as they call it, which just right. improves your individual legendary items. Your character itself, okay. your cap, you're done yeah, until they open up another level. But item XP and also XP for um, you know, leveling up your warhorse, that's, that's still around. Okay. So, like, Ben will have a legendary bow and then probably a legendary... A one-handed weapon as a hunter, and then of course a bridle for his warhorse that customizes. Then he can customize his warhorse. Those you'll still gain up to I think level sixty. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to worry about uh, acquiring uh, legendary weapons. Uh, you begin having them at level fifty, and they're giving it to you uh, by the bucket load. They drop everywhere. Oh wow. You 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 trash more of them like disenchanting more of them than you'll keep because you're constantly looking for that perfect combo of, of traits and then you can basically take an item from it when you disenchant it and add that to a, a piece of gear that you like. So oh, you're okay. always tweaking it. That's nice. Oh. And we'll finish our visit here by looking at a big swan. <laughs> <laughs> big bird. So I know what I know what's not for dinner there, Swan. No, no, no. no. Is there some? It's the first time I went all the way in here, so let's go see the I back. I really like what they there. did with the just the guards that you see roaming around. They have a very distinctive armor style. The helmet and the helmet itself has Swan wings designed into it, and the shoulders have these Swan wings designed. Oh, into beautiful! It. Just as all the birds. This is like the most. Gear. This yes, is the played bird game ever, guys. Seriously. And can we acquire those uh, those armor? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the essence gear. If you wear heavy armor, that's heavy armor essence gear. It comes with base strength, and then you can put whatever you want into it. Nice. Yeah. You know, the, the light armor is a little different. The heavy, the medium armor is a little different. Yeah. It's, even though uh, I'm still uh, 96, it's a, it's a lot of fun to play this game and so many things to do, especially kicking chicken around. Right, <laughs> but not swans. We were pretty good no, at chicken hockey. Oh, yeah. We yeah. had a couple folks on. We were, we were kind of rotating through because you can do – they either have three-on-three, three, and I think they have like six-on-six. Six. We didn't have enough for six people. 
but we easily had four or five people online at the time. And so we'd rotate through, and we were just cleaning up. We were playing you know, random guilds out there just, or people that just kind of show up ad hoc. We were mm-hmm. doing good. Yeah, it's like, well, the red was always winning. And because when I played cold. blue, I was trashed by red like crazy. Well, so it's kind of you know humor, a humorous circle, though, because, you know, we're gamers. You have people that are interested in sports that do, like, the fantasy leagues and all of that. But now we're kind of bringing it back to now we have a game in our fantasy game. If, right. You know, a physical game in the fantasy game. Yes. Yes. The fourth wall. That's right. Right. <laughs> Very meta. That's mm-hmm. like playing chess in Karazhan. You know, once you <laughs> once you defeat it, you can actually play against someone else. You can actually reset it and use it as a chess game in Kara. Yeah, but by then you else. just don't want to. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go kill the last guy on top. Karazhan is right. one of my favorite raid instances in Warcraft. Yeah, it's right. still a great yeah. one to do. Uh, we talked about swans being pets, but what are what other pets do we have? We have Hurons, which are yeah, basically Ents that are not as friendly as Treebeard. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. You can get a you can get a, it'll follow you around. Um, otherwise, it, it's pretty tough to get it. There are three different types, I believe, of Huron pet. And I've been trying to get one for quite a while, and the most I've gotten is a huge tree for the front yard of my house, which has like a bee's nest hanging down, and it's basically a Huron that's just frozen in time, hasn't woken up. It looks very angry. So, mm, not the pet I was hoping to get. The odds of getting the pet are pretty slim. Well, we'll gotcha. send the Ludra, and she'll get them in five minutes. She yeah. certainly will, if they let her in. Yeah, right? <laughs> and if it doesn't involve digging in the dirt, because digging in the dirt for pets is apparently hard. No, really. I mean, do you know how many um, turnips I have? Like, seriously? <laughs> yes, but crawling claws. No, oh, well, that's... Don't, don't taunt her, honey, please. That's mean. You're mean. I don't think I want to be friends no more. <laughs> well, you have one. You just want to earn the achievement. Yes, I do. And win the contest and make Ben cry. <laughs> well, that's not hard. Not not you, Ben. Different, not you, but Ben Apples. It's a different Ben. <laughs> different Ben. Sorry, too many Bens. <laughs> nah, there's no too many Bens. <laughs> All right, so we're winding down here. Is there anything else you guys want to add? Any cool stuff? Come on over. We're we're hanging around. Yeah, you guys still doing that thing where new players, you guys will help them out and give them all the gear and show them all the Lotro love? If they need it, it's yep. easy to do. That is so cool of you guys. That is seriously one of the coolest things. Yeah, it is. It's a really great sense of community, too, that you bring to it. Yes, yeah, so we'll ride you through Goblin Town, empty your bags, and come with us, and we'll take you to... Where is that place with the dragon? Uh, Sardor. Sardor. Yeah. Uh, we'll do. Van Flick anything. is a great meat shield. Van oh, Flick yeah. there in the chat room. He's a great meat shield. You kind of just put that. him right in front of that dragon, and the dragon goes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> and judging by the sound of the buzzer, that's our show tonight. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> While the chat room begins suggesting show titles, we want to thank Apolis and Ducks for joining us. Guys, is there anywhere you can be found on the net that you want our listeners to know about? Plugs, uh, I can be found on Twitter at Ben in MTL, B-E-N-I-N-M-T-L. Um, and on the forums, the AIE forums, I'm there, so... Very nice. I am Ducks on the forums, and I am. I have many names, but they're all in my signature. And uh, just on Twitter, I'm Historic Geek. Historic Geek, yes. That is awesome, especially considering how much you know about Tolkien and all of these books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very much so. Is Very that cool. Sammy around? <laughs> yeah, I am. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Show notes are hard. 
If you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Accuzod is at Accuzod. Aludra is at Aludra underscore AIE. And McCullough is at Cyberwave. Where are you we at, Tat? Uh, Ivory Tiger. <laughs> we record live to video every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, the AIEpodcast.com. Just click the live link. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. And now it's time to play all the great AIE member segments that we received this week, including Ask a Megas, Overly Dramatic News, Ask Miss Mulgra, Buxley's Journal, and much lesser known Jaws. Welcome, this is Deteran with another edition of Ask Amagus. This week's question is, why can't mages turn allies into more helpful animals like bears? On the pragmatic side, arcane transformations tend to be unstable. You don't ever see a druid going back to being a flimsy night elf. Sadly, we mages have yet to discover a method to stabilize transformations which might be for the better. Otherwise, there'd be far more sheep in Azeroth. There's also another problem. Being a bearer is harder than it looks. It takes years of training before a druid ever attempts their first transformation. So if a mage could willy-nilly change some hunter into a bear, they tend to look like they're walking on ice. It can be hilarious. What isn't hilarious is when lava comes up from underneath them. Then the effect is far more on the sad side of things. Send your questions to Ask Vegas on Twitter. Until next time. Saramka, and welcome to Ask Miss Melgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, as a Sindore warlock, what kind of hot-warming gift should I get a newly bonded orc couple? The answer to this question depends mostly on what kind of warlock you are. If you are a demonology warlock, I suggest giving a nice little imp for the yard. If anyone has a freeze spell handy, he will make a nice garden gnome. If you are an affliction warlock, I suggest some practical retraining of your drained soul to drain sludge. A backed-up sink is such an inconvenience, and it can be handy to have a good friend to take care of that for you. The real challenge is for a destruction warlock trying to find a gift. They do have a tendency to make things explode and burn. Maybe a fire extinguisher would be most appropriate. And the fact that you are Sindore also means that you are exquisitely talented at choosing a very nice china pattern. So I suppose that is always an option. I am Miss Mulgra, and that is my advice. Oh, come my gosh. Follow at Miss Mulgra on Twitter or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. Thanks to Abaton Aberday from Wormrest Accord for this week's question. We're on a mission from Buxley. Welcome to Buxley's Journal. This is Garrosh Halsgreen, Commander of the Horde. If you leave your name, number, and a brief message, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Leave a message at the beep. Gary, this is your mother. I haven't heard from you in weeks. The last time we talked, you said a bunch of your friends were going camping or raiding or something like that. Then I never heard from you. Is that any way to treat your mother? I was talking to that nice Mrs. Bloodhoof over in Thunderbluff. Yeah, I know, I know. You not you don't get along with the Bloodhoofs, but that's not my concern. I'm friends with them. Anyway, we were having lunch the other day in Tower and Mill, and oh boy, do those undead people ever let that place go. 
used to be able to get a nice sandwich there, but they really let things go downhill. I don't think I'll go back there again. So anyway, we were having lunch, and she suggested you go out with that nice Sylvanas girl. Do you remember her? I only saw her once from a distance, but she looks so nice. She seems so polite. You really need to go on a date, Gary. You know I only have your best interest at heart. Now, call me when you can. I want to hear all about how you handle all that stuff over in Pandavaria. Panda, Pandaria, Pan, Pandaland, whatever that place is called. You told me they had excellent takeout there. Maybe you can grab some and bring it over the next time you visit. Would that be so hard? I have to go. Mrs. Bloodhoof and I are going over to Silver Moon. We had to having a big sale over there to try and get people to come out to the shopping mall that they built over there. No one ever goes to. Call me soon. I'm really worried about you. Goodbye, Gary. Now call your mother. If you'd like to see what I'm up to, follow Ask Buxley on Twitter. Greetings. This is Rastlin, presenting another installment of our ongoing informational series, other, much lesser-known Shahs of Pandaria. Tonight, the Shah of Arrogance. This Shah has forgotten more things than most Shahs ever learn, which sounds very similar to the Shah of Ignorance, but unlike that Shah, this Shah is well justified in its beliefs. It has powerful attacks, high-quality mitigation abilities, and is very good at keeping any group of heroes so off-kilter that very few encounters with this Shah end with the heroes victorious. Unfortunately for those very few groups who can actually fight it and live to tell the tale, this Shah is so sure of its victory that it does not even bother to make any loot available after its defeat. However, so these few groups do not feel that they have been totally fleeced, they do receive the rare title of the Aragonauts. We now return to your regularly scheduled Raid Wipe, already in progress. Hello there, citizens of New Eden. This is Turbo reporting to you from the front lines of Catch on all the happenings of AIE Universal and EVE. Hyperion released this week bringing many improvements to wormholes, overviews, new burner missions, and other small little tweaks to help improve life as a capsuleer. Some bugs have been found, but most are getting fixed very quickly. Brave continues to push out all enemies that own sovereignty within our home of catch, starting with iHubs that are owned by CVA in our local space. Soft grinds means lots of timers to wake up for and shoot structures but it's all worth it to move these interlopers out of our local space. Don't forget that we offer lots of free ships to go out and fight with, and soon we will be having another mining operation to keep up stock to make more ships. Other upcoming events will be the AIE Universal Death Race. More details to come soon. Finally, you can learn more about the happenings of AIEU and EVE in the Mike Life Forum. There you can ask any questions about us and Eve, and even get a free 21-day trial. You can follow me at Turbo Addiction, and remember, citizens of New Eden, stay classy, nerf diplomacy, and buff war. Blizzard bags burgers for birthday bash. It's the overly dramatic news. I'm Hunts the Wind. With the approach of World of Warcraft's 10th anniversary, Blizzard recently announced several events to commemorate the Big 10-0. But Blizzard parent Activision is always on the lookout for marketing opportunities to increase profits, so it came as no surprise when they announced that both McDonald's and Burger King will be sponsoring parts of the anniversary celebrations. The Royal Burger Company is to set up shop in South Shore to aid the Alliance in its never-ending efforts to claim Hillsbrad foothills from the Horde. Their burgers will provide a whopper of a stat buff to those with orc killing on their minds. They will also reward those allies who complete Molten Core with a new Scorchling pet that acts as a flame-broiling cooking fire. McDonald's, on the other hand, will do its part to aid the Horde. Those purchasing a Happy Honor Meal in Taran Mill have the chance to win a Hamburglar Cape, which provides enhanced stealth for their ganking enjoyment. And the McFrosty Shakes sold at the entrance to Molten Core will provide a strong fire resistance buff, which should have Horde adventurers saying, I'm lavaing it. 
Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Alright, so next week we'll be talking to a mystery guest because we don't know who they are yet. So, guys, come on, seriously. So until then, AIE, this is Aludra. This is Makala. This is Tetsemi. And this has been the AIE Podcast.